0: in a land far, far away. Not really. Two brave souls unite. Unite to embark on a mission to review the greatest films, or at least somewhat watchable. Join in on the journey with the professionally unprofessional film critics, The Film Bros. This product is rated B for Badass. All right, ladies and gentlemen Welcome to another episode of the Film Frequency I am one of your film bros CEO Hayes, or just Hayes You don't have to be formal all the goddamn time And I'm joined by my brother The Prodigal One himself, Mr. JB's In the building What's
1: going on film family, what is going on Hayes
0: Yes yes it is your boy The Prodigal
1: One JB Or you don't have to be formal all the time, you can just call me
0: (laughs) Fair enough you fucking dickhead Um, (laughs) But we are here to discuss uh the golden globes and you know usually we'd have a mini sold here it's still going to be a minute but we're not doing a mini review this time we're actually just going to be talking about our predictions from the golden globes so it's not going to be a super long episode not super formal either we're going to jump into the shits. do you want to start from the bottom or do you just want to start from the best most in picture nominee i say let's lead it up from the bottom up but just before we start <laughs> just be- I-,
1: I can already tell this is going to be a great episode. <laughs> Um, just a quick couple quick notes, just your thoughts on it. Streaming freaking dominated the Golden Globes this year, man. I think the number Netflix 17, and we're just... Uh, by the way, um, for everyone listening out there, we're not really going to discuss television too much. We're going to discuss, you know, really movies. So everything we'll be talking about will be, you know, movie related. But Netflix, 17 nominations on the movie side. What do you think about that? They totally dominated. Well, this my year. thing
0: is, I think what we're seeing is, and this goes back to kind of what Martin Scorsese said earlier in the year, is that cinema, like the theater experience is becoming for these blockbuster movies now and we're seeing a lot of the more passion projects and just like art style art art house style films are going straight to netflix and i think that's a few reasons you can get a decent budget and still create a, a great movie on netflix a marriage story and some other things uh, dolomite is my name just two movies that we both really like um and i think that's that's why we're going to start seeing a lot of the the movies that like the academy and stuff gravitate towards are going to start being more so on the streaming site
1: Yeah, that's crazy. And I know a couple of weeks ago on Keeping it Real, we were discussing Disney Plus and I know for one, I was like, "Hey, Netflix is going to be hurt, but if they continue to make movies like this as we can see, they're still standing tall." So, they're going to be a force no matter what as long as they continue to do
0: stuff like this. Absolutely, absolutely. Um I don't Netflix streaming is not going. Well, streaming itself is never going away. There's no streaming no. site that's going to be able to take Netflix off its per- perch I don't think for at least 10 years. Like it's going to be a a decade before we're really talking about someone taking that big, a big portion of uh, Netflix market share away. Now, the only thing that I think could really take that away is that if all these like these uh, streaming sites that are owned by bigger studios start banding together and then like Netflix is a place for only Netflix originals, then we'll start seeing some shit. But as long as everyone's divided, like you got Disney Plus, you got Apple streaming, HBO is doing their own thing. Like as long as it's all spread out like that. Uh, it, Netflix is always going to be the biggest out of all of those. And Disney Plus has a chance because of it just being Disney, but it's going to be years before that.
1: happens. 100% agree.
0: Well, let's get let's start from the bottom. So the uh, first one that we're going to get into is the best original song in a mo- motion picture. Me and you actually, before we record it, just listen to you to all portions of all of these songs to kind of be fresh on this. Uh, what, you, what what do you think's going to win? And then what is your actual pick to win?
1: um my thing that i i think should win and also that i you know i think is going to win it's the same uh it's from the movie harriet and it's stand up um the movies were kind of, i mean the songs were kind of weak to be quite honest with you that we listened to but i yeah i'd have to go with stand up
0: yeah um i i agree with you stand up as i think that's that's my pick and that's what i think is going to win uh when you have someone who's like your lead actress also who's doing your actual lead song I think that it, it, people respect that a little bit more. Yeah, Beyonce's on this list. Taylor Swift's on this list, but they are not nearly the act actresses that um, the the woman who who uh, performs this song is. And she actually she was in another. I keep forgetting it was a it was a movie set in a hotel with like murder, and she sung a rendition of the Isley Brothers "This Old Heart of Mine," and it was oh, beautiful. Yeah. So, yeah, she has a great voice. So she's my pick there. Awesome. Now, I forgot to mention this or I I literally
1: just thought about or thought about it. Really. Let's make this interesting. Since we're doing predictions, let's let's put something up for grabs, up for stakes. What do you think? Uh, I always beat you, bro. So that's fine. I I know. I know. I mean, it's true. You do beat me a lot of the times. (laughs) Let's how about this? The whoever wins gets to pick the next retro movie.
0: No, that's that's fair all right cool very simple very simple all right cool yeah, let's do it um all right so we're moving into the next one we're actually going to get best original score because honestly unless you want to do you want to talk about it yeah um i i, I we could still get my prediction prediction so best original yeah, I, score um we have little women Joker marriage story 1917 and motherless brookie Brooklyn Uh, nominated here. So, with me, I mean, I haven't seen Motherless
1: Brooklyn, so I heard the score was pretty okay, but I've seen all the other movies, and hands down, and if this isn't win, I'll be really shocked. I know, obviously, Randy Newman, Thomas Newman, there, and also the um, score from Joker, those are really like three of the big ones. Mm -hmm. But for me, 1917, the score on 1917 was amazing. It it was just when the score can give you the feels and and put you in the actual scene. Mm -hmm that's big for me. And 1917 was a great movie and the score had a lot to do with it. So yeah, I have to go with Thomas Newman for 1917.
0: All right. So my pick here, this is going to be our first one where we differ at my pick here for score is going to be the Joker. And here's why I say, here's what I I say is that, um, The director, I forgot which I always love plugging the podcast when I pull information from the podcast. But Todd Phillips was actually on a um, podcast and he mentioned how the score like there was a scene in Joker that he wanted to refilm. Like they they had already called Joaquin in for reshoots. They were going to reshoot the scene until the score was put behind it. And he said, this is a beautiful scene. I can't believe I thought I was thinking about reshooting this. So, because of that, I'm going to pick the Joker. But I, I, I love your pick as well. Yeah,
1: I think both of those are going to be uh top two. So that's what is that's what we think is going to win. Is that also what you're rooting
0: for, Joker as well? I'm rooting for Joker to clean up, and here's why. Two reasons. Personally, I want to see. I love DC. Like I've always, I love Marvel characters. I love the Marvel movies, but the DC characters are always bigger than life to me. And I want to see DC really go into doing their own thing. And I think the more awards this wins, on top of the box office success, the more. Warner Brothers are going to feel comfortable doing more out-of-the-box things with their characters. So that's why I think, and then I also think, you know, Joker was my number two film of the year. So
1: Right. Um, Joker was actually my number one film in the year. However, I will say, I do believe there is one, I know for sure, one category where originally I had Joker as the winner and something swayed my mind and I changed. We'll we'll get to that soon. Also, um, I just wanted to mention this as well because I know someone mentioned this on Facebook. For anyone listening out there, more than likely this episode is going to have spoilers um when we did uh, yeah when we did our our top 10 of the decade we kind of spoiled uncut gems for someone so we apologize about that but um yeah well we'll, this definitely gonna have spoilers um so i think we're good on original score. we're both you're rooting for joker i'm rooting for 1917 and we both picked that to win as well
0: absolutely um all right so let's get into the next one the best screenplay for a motion picture so we have a marriage story parasite the two popes, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and the Irishman all nominated in this category. So, what do you have? What's your picks here?
1: So, immediately remove the two popes. I don't even, I'll get to that when we sp- when we speak about a movie of the year. Get rid of that. Quentin Tarantino, love the guy, but I don't think, for me, no. Um, this comes down to Marriage Story, Parasite, and Irishman. I'm going to go with Steve Zalian. We spoke about him when we did the Irishman review great you know the screenplay was great um yeah i'm gonna have to go with that uh i do think i I am rooting for that however i do think noah bomback from marriage story is going to win but i am rooting for the irishman
0: i so what i would like to see win here is the irishman but something that i noticed with best screenplays adaptations don't always get the win in this category especially when you have other strong nominees that are original screenplays um so because of that parasite for me
1: yep and I, I let me tell you if that happens i am not mad parasite yeah. is in my top five for 2019 so all right so you're you're rooting for irishman but um think you think parasite is going
0: to take it beautiful all right next one best director. Dire- director goddamn uh-huh. best director in a motion picture um who do you got here so um just to go
1: over the uh the categories the best director uh i know we Sam mendez for uh 27 i um, 2017 sam mendez for 1917 todd phillips for joker martin scorsese for irishman Bong Joon-ho for Parasite, and Quentin Tarantino for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Mm-hmm. So, this is a really weird category for me, because Martin Scorsese, as you all know, is he my favorite director. Yeah. However, from day one, Todd Phillips, I've said, should win director. Until this past week.
0: 1917?
1: I, bro, hands down, 1917 is the most visually beautiful movie of 2019. The cinematography is amazing, and I find you. I think on literally every episode we've done, you've mentioned the uh, the uh, Director's Cut podcast. Mm-hmm. I actually had a chance to listen to it for the first time, and the first episode I listened to was 1917. And let me tell you, for anyone that has not listened to the podcast, go ahead and listen to it, because it en- enhances it so much. Yeah. They did a, like, a 33-minute interview with Sam Mendes, and just the backstories, like the one you told just now about the other movie, um, the backstories are just amazing to hear, and the little... The little tidbit stories you normally wouldn't get elsewhere. So, because of this cinematography and because everything was so beautiful, I'm rooting for 1917. Um, I do think though, because uh, of the way it, it, who he is, I do think Scorsese is going to take it. But I am rooting for 1917, Sam
0: Mendes. All right, fair enough. Uh, oh, I'm, I'm Todd Phillips. I like I said, I really enjoyed this movie, and I think I—that's who I hope wins who i think is gonna win here is actually martin scorsese yeah i think with all the hype around it it's scorsese uh like has he been and this is this is the interesting thing to go back and look has he been nominated for best director every year he's released a movie because i believe I, he has except i i
1: think he has yeah. i really think he has and like they were you know, even saying like when the nominations came out like he automatically has a spot if he has a movie pretty much he already reserves one spot every year
0: yeah um and I do want to mention here, like, I wouldn't be surprised, like I'm not gonna do Dark Horse for every pick, but I wouldn't be surprised if Quentin Tarantino gets it. Um, only because while it's not his best movie by far, that movie is shot beautifully. And the fight scenes were shot. Oh, like, yes. Quentin Tarantino does action very well, and I'm surprised he actually like hasn't like nobody's convinced him to like do like a John Wick style movie or anything. Because he he's always done action extremely well in his movies. So I wouldn't be surprised it's like an underdog pick if he does take this one away.
1: Yeah, if we're talking underdogs, I would probably um, Bong Joon-ho for Parasite. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's a, I think that movie just overall is a sleeper. So yeah, I think if we're talking Dark Horse's underdog, it would be uh, Bong Joon-ho for Parasite for me.
0: Fair enough, fair enough. Let's go into the next one. The best actor in a supporting role in any motion picture. We have Tom Hanks for A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood. Anthony Hopkins for The Two Popes. Al Pacino for The Irishman. Joe Pesci for The Irishman. And Brad Pitt for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I'll go first on this one, only because one of the one of the actors from the Irishman are winning. Anytime you have two actors nominated in the same category, it means that the the the, the whoever does these nominations and decides on it was that was that engaged in that movie that it's gonna be one of them. So I'm picking Al Pacino. I think Joe Pesci should win it, but I'm picking Al Pacino as who's gonna actually come away with this award. So uh, this also
1: is a category that really pains me because Tom Hanks is my favorite actor, Actor? but I can't, I can't, I have to be not biased and I can't, I don't think he's going to win, um, nor should he win. As much as I love Tom Hanks, this was not an award-winning performance, in my opinion. I don't, you know, I don't think the movie was strong, it's just my opinion. Uh, Anthony Hopkins, no. Brad Pitt, while I think he did great, I don't think he's going to get the nod here. And like you said, I think it's going to come down to the Irishman. I do think I'm rooting for Al Pacino because his performance was amazing in Irishman. When, he, when we first saw him in the movie, I feel like the movie literally just, the whole movie changed. Okay. It went from level, like one level to the next level. And that's how he is. He's that type of actor. He's very big on screen, very big character. So I'm rooting for Al Pacino, not to mention he's in my top five of actors uh so i'm rooting for al pacino however because of everything that that was talked about pesci is basically coming out of retirement uh you know pesci i don't think pesci's ever even been nominated for this award that i know of. right if i may be wrong maybe for goodfellas but i don't think he's ever won the award okay so um i'm pretty positive on that don't mark my words though however because he's coming out of retirement because of his age and everything, I think they're going to give it to Joe Pesci, but I'm 100% rooting for Al Pacino, and I think he deserves it. Fair enough.
0: Fair enough. I like those picks. Moving on to the best, best actress in a supporting role. Um, so we got Jennifer Lopez for Hustlers, Margot Robbie for Bombshell, Annette Bening for The Report, Lur Dern for A Marriage Story. And Kathy Bates for Richard Jewell The only one I have not seen on this list is Richard Jewell yet But I really do want to see that one uh, Who do? You, who's your pick here?
1: So I can't really comment on Richard Jewell and the report I haven't unfortunately seen those I'm pretty sure Kathy Bates was great in Richard Jewell As she normally is great. <laughs> Yeah, exactly, so I'm pretty sure she did good. However, um, it's going to come down to those three, Marriage Story, Hustlers, and Bombshell. And Laura Dern, honestly, I think this was Laura Dern's best role ever. I've seen her in quite a few movies. The first time I ever saw her was Matt. I don't know if anyone even remembers yeah, that from like it? the 80s. Yeah. yeah, she was super young. But um, she did good. But at the end of the day, I have to go with my movie bay, And Lally. I was... T- I was yeah, Margot Robbie, and I was telling my wife this. Um, for those movie, I, I don't for those who have seen Bombshell, there's one. I'm not gonna spoil anything, but there's one part in the movie where she's outside. And I I did this on my mini re- write up review, where she's outside on the phone and she starts crying. When an a, a performer, you know, a performer can cry, and her cries alone makes you want to cry, she's doing a good job. And I felt her performance, even though she wasn't in the movie from beginning to end, she was in p- parts. I 100 felt the performance. She's so talented, so I'm rooting for Margot Robbie. Um, and honestly, I think not only am I rooting for Margot Robbie, I do think she gets the nod as well.
0: I did, while I did enjoy her role, um, I don't know. I think she's outshined in that movie. But it's easy to it like outside of, that was the standout scene in the movie. Like, so she has the standout scene, but overall, I think she was outshined in the movie. But I mean, when you look at who she's in the in the freaking movie with, you would expect yes. that. Such she's a, number just, three Yeah such a great cast Um, My pick here Honestly Is probably Laura Dern um, I can see that Yeah it's just a, An amazing role I think That's who's going to win Um, Who I want to win though Is Margot Robbie Just because Like she's such a young And up and coming And like she's in this short time was what it's only been like what 5 years since she really came on the scene maybe 6 yeah since Wolf of uh, Wall Street and she's she's so, shown so much diversity in depth and how in in the character she's able to act in and not just I really, she's still fucking young too. She's like, what, like 28?
1: Yeah, she's in her 20s. And interesting note, she became super, super close to actually getting a double nomination because they were heavily looking at her role as Sharon Tate from Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yeah. Um. They ended up going with this one, though. But yeah, I mean, um, she's so talented. So I'd love to see her win. But, you know, we'll we'll see what happens. Yeah. All right. One question before we move on. Okay. Your thoughts on J-Lo in this. Deserve it, not
0: deserve it? Does she not deserve it? Yeah. What do you think? Did she deserve a spot it was, here? It was a great role. It was a great role. I, I, okay. It's just the movie wasn't that good. Her acting was top notch. The movie just wasn't all that good.
1: I actually liked the movie and I, I liked her in it. I think honestly, this is her second best role outside of Selena, obviously. Um, but there was a lot of um, hit back on this movie. People were like, "Why the hell is J Lo in?" Is that that, that that you know? People were talking a lot of shit yeah. about it. I but, think it's just
0: yeah. because the movie wasn't all that good. Um, but all right, uh, this one in the next category, I think, is a runaway. I don't even. Think there's any point in talking about it? So, best motion picture in a, a foreign language, motion picture: The Farewell, less Misérables, Pain and Glory, Parasite, and Portrait of a Lady on Fire, which I've never seen. Um, but what do you, what do you, what's your pick here? I think I know it. So, yeah,
1: I think everybody in the world has the same pick. Um, first of all, I just want to say I have absolutely no idea why Farewell is on this list. Majority of the movies in English, so I I understand the movie was shot in um in Asia. I forgot which country. um might have been japan or china or korea not trying to be racist here i don't remember what i don't remember what country but i don't even know why that's on the list pain and glory i know that got good reviews antonio banderas obviously got um nominated for um best actor um portrait of a lady on fire as well i've heard good things about that it's on my list to watch but hands down without a shadow of a doubt parasite has got to easily win this. I don't see any other movie coming close. Um, I saw a couple of these movies but Parasite has to be number one. I mean, again, it's in my top five of 2019. The movie is beautifully shot the storyline is great the acting is great i enjoyed the movie
0: should this movie just be nominated for best
1: motion picture here's the thing based on we're gonna get to that in a second can can we hold that off to when we get to that okay cool that's
0: fine all right um i agree with you though like it has to be parasite that's my pick that's what i want to see win. that's what i believe is gonna win it's just it's fucking no no questions asked for me um best motion picture animated this is a special category for me because i do i know it is and we watch this And what I will say about this one is um, Frozen 2 wasn't nearly as good as the first one. Even the first Frozen wasn't that good, which is nominated How to Train Your Dragon, uh, The Hidden World, The Lion King, Missing Link and Toy Story 4. And my pick here is if we're going for what the best film is, it's going to be it's Toy Story 4 to me. And that's what I think should win, because it tells the story of basically of growing up and maturing and having to let people go. And it's like it's such a, a story that resonates with us the audience who grew up with toy story because we're at that age where we don't have a lot of the same friends that we had when the original toy story came out so that story resonates with me that's what i hope wins what i think is going to win um no yeah what i think is going to win unfortunately it's probably going to be the line even though it was not that good but i hope toy story 4
1: yeah you and i have exactly same picks on this actually i am rooting for toy story 4 um like you said, we grew up with Toy Story 4. Um, I think this is the last Toy Story we get with this exact cast. Mm-hmm. I do think there might be spin-offs and stuff like that. But with the entire cast, I think that's going to be it for Toy Story, the, the franchise itself. Um, however, I, I, I do think they're going to give it to Lion King um, just because of all the hype and hoopla that's been surrounding the movie. Um, and that's what I think. Now, I wanted to. Before we move on, I just wanted to bring up two things real quick and, and get your take on it. First of all, the people at Lion King, were, they were kind of a little pissed off about this because they weren't trying to go for the animated. You know, they were yeah. trying to go for, like, the entire thing. Yeah. Right. And I thought about it. And at first, I'm like, why the hell is Lion King in this category? But then when I thought about it, literally the entire movie is CG eye so they have to be animated they can't they're not a live action movie to be honest with you there's no real people in
0: the movie so what did you take on that are they in their right place yeah they're absolutely in the right place and this is what my problem with the movie was is that because it tried to be so photorealistic that they didn't really animate the characters faces they didn't have a bunch of expression because they just like a, a line isn't going to actually smile so they didn't like have it with these hugely human expressions on these animal faces and I think that that took it out of the story some because like a big part of the Lion King is the emotional impact you want to see that emotion on your character's face and when you have an animated movie that's 20 years old that shows more depth in the character's faces and expressions than what this does that's what took me out of the movie. But, yeah, it's absolutely in the right place for being animated. And the second thing, because I can't really
1: comment on it much, but I I think you can because I believe you saw this movie. But a lot of people were wondering where Oh, uh, what's that movie about the hand? The hand uh, is missing.
0: Uh, what is it? I can't even. I told you about it. And I
1: can't even. Right. Exactly. About. But there was a lot of hoopla about that movie. I'm going to look up the name in a second. But a lot of people were saying that they got snubbed. They should have gotten a nomination. What yeah. do you think on that? It
0: definitely should have gotten a nomination. Definitely. Any particular reason? Um, I think because it's like, A, it, it, it's not a kid. Well, and it's, that's the thing. Every movie on here is a kid's movie. And I think we need, as the animated category grows, we need to get away it's from it not- just being built for kids. Because there are a lot of animated movies that are, are, are a deeper story than that. And I think because they look at this as the kid's category, that's why they wouldn't nominate a movie that's like that. That's not really for kids at all, I don't think. it's By the way, it's I Lost My Body. Oh, yeah, I lost my body. I, yeah, I couldn't. <laughs> um. I was gonna say no, no hand left behind. Like, what the fuck is that? <laughs> That's part two, bro. Oh, Okay, well, the sequel. Be, no, no hand left behind. All right, you ready to get into the next one? Yes, sir. Best actor in a musical or comedy. So we have Daniel Craig for Knives Out, uh, Roman Griffin Davis for Jojo Rabbit, Leonardo DiCaprio for Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, Taron Egerton in Rocket Man, and Eddie Murphy in Dolomite Is My Name. Who you got?
1: Here? So, firstly, we did Dolomite Is My Name was. I think they're like the second review ever we did um since the reboot of this show. And um I, I called for it. I'm like, hey, I hope he gets nominated or come award season. So I am absolutely happy to see Eddie Murphy's name on this. Um, who I who I think is going to win. Also, this is another category that kind of pains me because Leo's my number two guy. And I actually think he he's gonna take this one home and win it. However, I d I, I didn't really like 100% Leo's performance in this movie. I think Brad Pitt was Brad Pitt, at, was shining the shit out of him in this movie. 1000%. I like I wanted more Brad Pitt. Yeah. And which is, it's crazy because Batman's not my top five. He's not even my top six. Uh, he's probably somewhere in my top 10, but Leo is number two for me. And I just didn't like him in this role. I do think though, because of his name and once upon a time in Hollywood, there's a lot of buzz around this movie. I mean, they're talking about this being one of the top movies of 2019. So I do think Leo gets the role. However, who I'm rooting for, and you're going to probably be shocked. I'm rooting for Daniel Craig. In, and you called it, you called that I would my mind would turn on this movie and it, my mind did turn on this movie because I'm rooting for Daniel Craig, Knives Out. Daniel Craig's performance was amazing, uh-huh. especially what you know of him. I'm not a huge James Bond fan yeah. such as you. I've seen scenes, I've seen clips, trailers, I've seen a, a, a parts and bits of movies. And what we know of him is this refined, well-spoken guy in James Bond. He is literally the exact opposite with his his southern drawl yeah. in knives out so i for that performance i got a root for daniel craig yeah, the,
0: the thing is like with with this movie i think that he leans so hard into being over the top that you just how do you not get charmed by that shit? Um, yeah, Daniel Daniel Craig is also who I hope wins this uh this movie. I mean, this category for sure. Um, but who I think is going to win is Eddie Murphy for Dolomite is my name, and here's why I do. Think you think they give it to him? I think they're going to give it to him. A because they missed out on giving him an award before when he should have won him one. Um, it's a comeback performance, right? True. And I think that when an actor this late into their career delivers an almost career defining role, you have to give it to them. So I want to see Daniel Craig win. I really do. I hope he if he walks away with it, I'm gonna be happy as hell. But I think Eddie Murphy's gonna win this week.
1: Hey, listen, if Eddie Murphy wins, I, I have absolutely no problems with that. I, I love Eddie Murphy, so and it would be well deserved for his comeback and and everything. So yeah, if he takes it, no problem with me.
0: Let's move on. Um the next one that we got is the best actress in a musical or a comedy. Um and the uh the nominees here are Anna D. Also Knives Out, Aquafina, The Farewell, Clint Bash- Blanchett, and Where You Go, Bernadette. I have not seen that movie. And uh, <laughs> Beanie Feldstein in Booksmart and Emma Thompson in Late Night. Who you got here? Okay, so off rip, um, Emma Thompson, Late Night, and Kate
1: Blanchett, Where'd You Go, Bernadette. I haven't, unfortunately, seen either of those movies, only because they're nominated. They are on my list. Because I'm, you know, I want to see it. Mm-hmm. I'm probably gonna end up watching those before um, Golden Globes, um, so I, I can't really comment on those two. So it comes down to Beanie Feldstein, Aquafina, and Um Beanie Feldstein, Booksmart. Booksmart was such a funny movie. I'm kind of really surprised to see her get nominated here um but it is good to see a young person um i don't think she's going to take it i think this comes down to aquafina and ana diarmis i do think they're going to give this to aquafina cuz the farewell has has gotten some good 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 publicity and they've talked good things about it um so i do think aquafina will take it however i'm rooting for again knives out ana diarmis i mean she's a very young actress and she did a great job and she you know she was in majority of this movie in majority of the scenes, and she, I loved her in this movie. So
0: I'm rooting for her. I do think Aquafina though takes it. Same picture for me. Aquafina, I think is definitely going to take it because she's the name. Um, but who deserves this one is definitely Anna Armist. Like she carries. Well, I don't want to say carries this movie, but her and Dan- Daniel Craig. I would love to see this franchise continue with like these two in, in some type of, or like her, she's backing him now that she has all the money uh, for his investigations or whatever. Um, Knives in. yeah, Cause they're, they're just, and they play off each other so well. But when you see like her reactions, like when she's trying to hide the fact of like what happened, I'm only not spoiling this one because we're going to do a mini review on it. But when she's like her reactions to things that are going on all in her face is just such great. Act. And she has great, great, great comedic timing. And we said this before in the past,
1: when you can act just based on facial features, that's when you know you're a talented actor or actress. So, yeah, absolutely.
0: absolutely. All right. Best motion picture. So a best comedy or musical uh, category. We got Dolomite is my name, Jojo Rabbit, Knives Out, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood, and Rock. Let me ask you this. What do you think about Once Upon a Time in Hollywood being categorized as a comedy?
1: Well, I'm going to answer that. Let me ask you this. What do you think about Knives Out being considered a comedy?
0: I think it. I think that's what it's supposed you to think? be. You think? Yeah. That's I that's that's why when like when we were in the in the chat and we were talking about like it being a mystery, like I didn't like because they give it up so early. I didn't. I think that when you look at his performance and even the performances of the family, like everyone is, it's a comedic movie. Like it's not like playing like that serious mystery role. Everyone knows that they're playing stereotypes, and I think they play into it. So I, I did look at this one as more of a
1: once upon a time in Hollywood. I. I, this it's clearly not a musical, so they're they're putting it in for comedy. But I mean, there are some funny parts, especially with Brad Pitt. I mean, Leo as well. There was some funny parts. I don't see it. It's not your typical what you know of as comedy, like straight in your face comedy. It's very subtle parts of comedy. Um, the crazy part is, I think at the end of the day, Once Upon a Time in Hollywood is going to end up winning this category, and I'm actually rooting for it as well. I did I did change my mind on Knives Out, so I do think Knives Out is a contender. Um, a lot of people have been talking about Jojo Rabbit, and I don't want to get into this much before I start oh going on a rampage. Goodness. Jojo Rampage is probably the worst movie of 2019. I think I even put no, that in my little not worse than Child's Play. Oh yeah, you're right. I keep forgetting child. <laughs> That's how bad it is. But it's definitely in the bottom five of 2019. Jojo Rabbit, I don't know how I'm not trying to shit on the little kid or whatever, but the movie was really bad. Like, and I, I as I put this on my Facebook write-up review. It has nothing to do with me trying to be a social justice warrior and I, because of Hitler and, and nothing. The movie just sucks.
0: The, the movie just sucks. <laughs> okay, um, I'm not as hard on you and Jojo Rabbit. Because, no, the movie sucks. Like, like, Ra- jo, 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 jo Rabbit. Like I love the director and I love his like the same one who plays uh, Hitler. Like his brand of comedy is my shit. Um, but I don't think it's it's as good as what people are giving it. I will say that I don't think it's as good as what people are giving it credit for. Uh, Dives out to me is the answer here. I, I, what I, I hope Dolomite is my name wins but I think Knives Out is gonna win and I think the fact that it came out so much later in the year and it's probably on the voters mind more so is like the thing that's right there but also because Ryan Johnson got shit on so bad for the Star Wars movie that he did to come back with a movie that people are really loving like this and to really be a sleeper no one would I guarantee you Knives Out was on no one's lists uh, at the beginning of 2019 for movies to look out for. No, I agree with that. So I think that that, that needs to win here. Yeah, we'll see. I think it, again,
1: it comes down to uh, nine Out and Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. I think one of those are, are taking it.
0: All right. Well, there you go. And, uh, apparently, uh, JB wants to fuck face Jojo Rabbit, but we're just going to keep moving. <laughs> no. Movie's so awful. <laughs> Don't get me started again, please. Best actor in a motion, in a, in a drama, uh, Christian Bell for 4V Ferrari, Antonio Banderas for Painting Glory, Adam Driver for Marriage Story, Joaquin Phoenix for Joker, and Jonathan Price for The Two Popes. You want to go first on this one? Listen, I, if I, it, uh, Joaquin who has acted a better role than Joaquin Phoenix and Joker Adam Driver would be the only one that came on this list that comes close to me Christian Bell is good he's he's probably in my top 15 of all time um maybe top 20 but Joaquin Phoenix and Adam Driver so much better than any other role on this list to me that it's not even close I would be happy with either two of these winning but I think it's going to be Joaquin Phoenix like just everything around Joker and everything and it being a rated R movie uh, he's he's who I hope wins, and he's my pick. Tag.
1: So first of all, I have a major issue with this category because where the fuck is Adam Sandler for Uncut Gems? So,
0: um, uh, matter of fact, I don't think he made the cut. I think he's going to technically be next year because you see, Uncut no. Gems is nominated anywhere on this
1: list. Well, but that was the major snub. Uncut Gems actually made 2019's cut, so it's ridiculous that there is no nominations. Um, it totally got snubbed out Golden Globes. I, I promise you we're going to see a lot of this shit on Oscars. I'm sure they're going to get a lot of Has nominations. Yeah, so they, the, the movie got totally snubbed out. Adam Sandler got snubbed out, and we're going to get to the movie of the year in a second. But, uh, yeah, definitely I think Adam Sandler. I, I haven't seen Pain and Glory. I don't want to shit over Antonio Banderas. Uh, Jonathan Price, Two Popes, I did not like that movie. They could have found a spot for Adam Sandler. I'm not sure what happened. I'm not saying he would have won the award, but he, but deserves, he deserves a, a spot. Yeah, Absolutely. At the end of the day, what you said is 1,000% correct. It's going to come down to Adam Driver and Joaquin um, Phoenix. For me, I think Adam Driver is going to win. Mm. I just think so, because... As much as we love Joker, Joker has its fair share of critics that absolutely despise the movie, which I I don't understand why. Well, they they more so the message
0: in the movie than I think his performance. But but go ahead.
1: Yeah, but what the hell? We're in 2019. Who cares? But yeah, right. So I do think Adam Driver gets it. But for me, hands down, Joaquin Phoenix not only should get it, but he deserves to get it. His performance was second to none this year, male or female. His performance was so good. He deserves to win this award. But unfortunately I think they're going to give it to Adam Driver.
0: Adam Driver, yeah, he's a great actor. He's goofy as he is. So fucking looks. Like he's uh, a I great know. great fucking actor. Um uh, but yeah, and that that the funny thing is is that people were so worried about or making like big deals about Joker coming out and if it was going to incite anyone to do terrorists, uh a terrorism act or whatever and it was fucking frozen that people showed up with machetes and got into a fucking machete brawl. At a fucking frozen screening, like just get the fuck out of here, fucking social justice warriors. Um, best <laughs> best actress in a drama. We have Cynthia e- everell I don't know how to pronounce it. In Harriet, um, Scarlett Johansson in The Marriage Story, uh, Saoirse Ronan in Little Women, Charlize Theron in Be- in Bombshell, and Rize- Renee Zellweger and Jude. So,
1: um, I haven't seen Judy, unfortunately, or Harriet yet. I both have them on my list, obviously, because they've been nominated. I, Harriet has already been on my list, so I need to watch that. Um, I do think only because of the buzz I've been hearing and because of who the movie's about, I do think Renee Zellweger for Judy, uh, playing Judy Garland, I think she's going to end up winning this because there's been massive buzz about it. Um, In terms of the movie that I've seen, Marriage Story, Little Women, and Bombshell, Charlize Theron was great in Bombshell. Uh, Ronan was really good in Little Women. I actually just saw that um, uh, yesterday. And my pick uh, for who I Think should win is going to be Scarlett Johansson in *Marriage Story*. She did really, really good in that movie. I, I really, i was, you know, I really enjoyed her in that movie. But I do think Renelle Zellweger is going to win it. But I'm rooting for Scarlett Johansson. What about you?
0: Okay, so I love Charlize Theron's role in *Bombshell*. I loved it. Um, but I think I don't think it's the type of role that's going to get uh. An award. Um, I don't think it should either. Just, I, it's just a personal role that I love, but I definitely think uh, Scarlett Johansson is probably going to win for Marriage Story. Um, but Renee Zellweger and Judy, I liked it. And it, like it was, it was, it's getting a lot of buzz and that being bold for a while. But I just think Scarlett Johansson is like when, when she deserves this role, probably has deserved it in years past as well. I, I hope and I think she's going to pull away with
1: this. So you're rooting for her and you think she's going to win it. Yep. Cool. <laughs> now I think we're into the last. Um, category nice right category. before we get to that there's two things i wanted to i forgot to mention and i probably should have mentioned when we were talking about these specific categories but i want to get your take support for supporting actor i forgot one snub robert de niro and just overall robert de niro was not nominated for shit are you surprised by that he should have
0: gotten a supporting role not i think he wasn't a supporting role he was the main character in that movie okay where is he on the lead role then? But the, do you so who who would you take off to replace him with here on this on this? My take off Jonathan Price,
1: take off um 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 what's his okay, name? Yeah, Christian Bale. I can't say take off Banderas. It wouldn't be fair because I didn't see the movie. Yeah. Take off Jonathan Price, take off Christian Bale. Give me Adam Sandler. Give
0: me Robert De Niro. I, you know what? I actually love that. That's actually I love that. Yeah, okay, I can agree with that. Um, I don't know. I I honestly there's no there's no rhyme or reason I could come up with why he didn't get the a nomination here. Because honestly, going back, and you know, I just talked about Joaquin Phoenix and Adam Driver, like Robert De Niro is probably the third best role this year.
1: Yeah, I, I can agree with that. And the one other quick thing I want to do before we get into the final is and this has probably been the number one talking thing. You're probably gonna know where I'm getting to about the Golden Globes yet again, another year. There are no female directors nominated for best director. What's your take on that?
0: I'm trying to. Okay. So I always like to look at the, these things because it's easy to say, Oh, such and such should have been nominated. Such and such should have been nominated. So I try to look at it from the standpoint of what actually was nominated. I would take exactly. off exactly, right. Easily for me, it would have been the Tupac. But right, what what female directed movie would you have replaced with it? So um, I mean, everyone has to forgive me because I don't remember the name of the women.
1: I'm I have nothing against women, but it's just that I can't remember. But off the top of my head, I know there was a woman that directed um uh my be- um, beautiful day in the neighborhood. Um, a little um Greta Gerwich, I think her name is directed Little Woman, which was a pretty good movie.
0: Oh yeah, uh, um. Booksmart uh, was out th- Booksmart Smart was Smart yeah. Was th- that's by a right woman there. Well. Take off the two Pope. Well, it's a comedy, so it's definitely not going to be nominated in drama. But it should have. It should have been nominated in comedy. What right?
1: about Little Little Woman Should have you know the, the Little Woman is a pretty good movie. And it, so I, I'm right with you when people are like, oh, why wasn't a woman nominated? A woman shouldn't get nominated just because she's a woman. Yeah. It should be does she deserve it? And and I just think with with what we got here this year, there could have probably been a spot for one of those movies. Mm-hmm. Uh, although I wasn't a big fan of A Beautiful Day in the Neighborhood, it got rave reviews. And p- p- for the most part, people love the movie. They love Tom Hanks. They love the director. They, you know, so um, I'm pretty sure they could have probably fit a role. But I don't know what what this thing is. I don't know if they're just making an ongoing storyline or if it happens to be coincidence, one thing I can tell you right now, and I will guarantee you can mark my words right now for all the shit that's happening. There's gonna be one next year. Yeah. There's gonna be one next year, and also we're gonna get one for the Oscars as well.
0: Oh, yeah. Yeah. All right. So let's get into this category. Best motion picture drama. Um, the Irishman, marriage story, nineteen seventy two, Joker, and the two Nineteen seventeen. <laughs> that's your pick. That's what you think's no, gonna no. win.
1: And oh go ahead. No, you said nineteen seventy two. Oh, 1917, whatever. Right. So first off, get two popes out of this fucking get them out should have been uncut gems, but that's, I'm not going to go into that rampage again, literally outside of two popes. I can see anyone in these movies winning. They're all brilliant movies. Um, they're four of my top, they're in my four of my top five for 2019. The only movie in my top five that's not here, of course, is uncut gems. Um, so from the very beginning, I've said the Joker and I'm sticking with that. I'm rooting for the Joker It's my second top movie of the freaking decade, so why would I not root for it? Um, I'm going for Joker, hands down. However, I can see The Irishman. I can see 1917. I can see Marriage Story winning it. I'm going to go ahead and go left field on this. I know a lot of people are looking at Irishman, but I'm going to go ahead and go left field on this, and I'm going to say Marriage Story is going to win it. I'm rooting for Joker, but I think Marriage Story is winning it. I'm going left field on this one, bro.
0: Okay. Okay, okay. I think I, I I hope Joker wins this one for sure. Um, as I, it's not been evident throughout this this recording. It's definitely Joker, but I think the Irishman's gonna win. It's Scorsese, yeah. bro. I think the Irishman. Right, win. you're right. Yeah. I could see I can see it, man. I could see it. I
1: can see Irishman winning just for the whole story. Scorsese, Pesci, the trio, everything. Um, I don't know, man. I I can't wait for this category though. Like this is I think of all the categories, this is really the hardest one and usually from years past there's always that one movie like oh yeah they're definitely winning but this one i think four of these five monies all have like an even they're on even keel anyone can happen so i'm excited and i won't regardless of who wins outside of two popes i will not have an issue with
0: at all if two popes wins this be, oh, we're, prepared. We're be prepared for the rant that me and jb are gonna go on the next episode after that. that's all i'm gonna say uh because that's gonna be some bullshit who was nominated up against um but that's a uh, so like overall um uncut gems i think is my biggest snub just to kind of end this podcast and talk about it uh since you brought it up is that uncut gems is shit it made my top movies of the decade no it was my yeah, me too it, yeah so like my eight i think yeah so it, it definitely should have I think should have been nominated. The fact that it didn't is a slap in the face, but it's going to get the Oscar. Well, not going to get. It's going to be nominated for no. Oscars for sure. Yeah. Um but, you know, I mean that that's my biggest snub. That's your biggest snub also?
1: Yeah, hands down. I mean, the movie was so freaking good. I don't I really don't understand um why they didn't get a nomination. Um even like I said Adam Sandler um adam Sandler or the movie itself they should have really gotten something and i don't know why also another movie that made the 2020 cut i haven't seen it yet it is on my list i don't know if you've had a chance to see it yet um i've heard good things about it is just mercy with jamie Foxx.
0: i have not got a chance to see that yet but i've heard great things about
1: it yeah so um i've heard good things about that as well so um i heard like a lot of people have done had them on the stubs list as well i didn't get a chance but yeah um there's really, I mean, that's pretty much it. I don't really see any other snubs with actors. Actors, we pretty much went through, uh, everything. Um, the only one thing that I wanted to do that I'm trying to find right now, I, I had it up, but I just want, I don't know, unless if, I don't know if you have it, Do you have the breakdown of all the, uh, all the movies, like what, you know, all the different movies, how many nominations per movie? No, I don't. I don't. Okay. Yeah. I mean, that's fine. Cause, um, I had it, but I don't have it anymore, but that's fine. We've, you know, we pretty much went through everything and um and discussed uh, everything. So
0: well, that's it. This has been our uh, Golden Globe pre-show, basically. I guess that's what it is. Our our projections and and predictions for the Golden Globes. Uh, but yeah, uh, the, I'm I'm CEO Hayes. You can follow me at CEO H A I Z E. JB, where can the lovely, beautiful people follow you?
1: I can be found on Twitter at the P1JB. That's at T H E P1JB, and uh, on Facebook, I can be found Javid Basharula. Also, this happens to be our first episode of the new year, so happy new year to all the film fans out there! It's our first uh, episode of many for 2020. So, yeah. just wanted to give everybody a shout out.
0: Yeah, thank you for supporting us. At the end of 2019, we got big things planned for 2020. Going forward and make sure you go and also Subscribe to our YouTube channel that is the film Frequency there as well make sure you go And follow us uh, collectively at The film bros and make sure you join the Facebook discussion group as well the film Frequency uh there as well That's it I got nothing else you got anything else JB No check out the
1: Golden Globes As of this recording this recording should be Coming out on Thursday Golden Globes is this Sunday yep, go ahead yep, and check yep. it we'll, out
0: we'll probably Make a, uh, a discussion Reaction. A discussion post uh, In the Facebook group and we'll probably You know, tweet live there. We're not tweet, but post there on our you know reactions and stuff going on. So be on the lookout
1: for that. Is going to be it. That's it. Peace.
0: You still here? It's over. Go
1: home. Go.